This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. In this episode today, I'm not bringing you a guest interview as I usually would on a Monday. As we are going into the new year, as we are leaving 2019 behind us and going into a whole new decade, I wanted to take some time to share with you the processes and the questions that I use to review my year, so to review 2019, and then that will be setting me up for what I want to create in 2020. I've been using these processes for a number of years now, and they've come from a combination of other techniques that I've encountered through books such as Your Best Year Yet, which is by Jenny Ditzler, I've mentioned in previous episodes. Also questions that are within the Daily Greatness Life Planner, as well as the Daily Greatness Business Planner, and other questions that I have encountered from coaches that I've worked with over the years. And I've kind of amalgamated them into this episode to share with you the things I am thinking about as I go in to 2020. So I hope very much that they are going to prompt you to really consider your life and your business as one whole, as an entity, so that you can be creating the life that you want. So I start very much with eight categories, and those are health and body, emotional, spiritual and personal growth, intimate relationship, social and fun, family and friends, work and career, money and finances, and community and giving. And for each of those eight sections, I have three columns on my list. And those columns go like this. Where am I now? Where I want to be? And one massive action to take me there. Now, what I think is important is about recognising where you are right now. What is it looking like for you? What are your frustrations? What isn't working? I think that's really important. And then start looking at where you want to be, being realistic about the growth, the vision that you are creating for yourselves. What do you want that part of that area of your life to look like? And what is that one massive action? So, for example, for me, in terms of health and body, it was for me, where I am right now, knowing that I can affect my body quickly when I am exercising, but that I'm not prioritizing it, that time after time, everything else takes priority. So where I want to be is toned. I want to be following a program and I want to feel like I have support around me in order to do that. So one massive action for me is to diarize when that exercise is going to happen and to connect with the person who runs the support group in terms of exercising. Now, why I do my life and business planning together is because all of these things in my life massively impact my business. If I'm not functioning at the most healthy that I can be, be that mentally, physically, emotionally, then my business is going to suffer, which is why intimate relationship and other family and friends are also on this list. Because if those areas of my life are undernourished, are not thriving, then I am not going to have the results that I want in my business. Or if I get those results, they're going to feel hollow because I've not looked after myself. So I then look at these eight sections again, and I think, what is it that is my specific goal? And what do I truly want to have in this area of my life? What would I love to have? And I 
take each of those eight sections again and I make sure that I'm adding to my yearly and my 90-day planner that element of what I would love to have. What is the end result for me? So for example, my emotional and spiritual growth, for me, that is making sure that I meditate and visualize daily. So then I think the question that I ask myself then is why do I want it? What is the purpose for achieving this goal? How will this goal benefit my life or how will it affect my life if I don't achieve it? So what is the gain created by doing it and what is the pain that I will be stuck in if I don't take action to make this happen? It's a little bit about your mission and your why statement. So the next question I ask on each of these is who do I need to be to achieve this goal? What mindset do I need to achieve? And at this point, I would write myself out a statement of intent, which I've talked about on this podcast numerous times. So in order for my health and fit health and body, I need to say I am choosing to be fit and healthy. I am choosing to be fit and healthy. Puts me in the driving seat. So in terms then of the social and fun element of my life, my statement of intent becomes I am committed to socialising and building connections. That becomes my intention. So if I'm saying that to myself on a regular basis, which will become part of my daily practice, it's going to make building connections so much easier because I'm aware that it's important to me. The next big question is then what is my specific plan and what do I need to do to make this goal happen? And then you're breaking it down to much more specific tasks. Then I'm going to make it time bound. When will I achieve it? When within 2020 will I achieve this specific goal? And for me, this worked really well in 2019. I had very firm ideas about when my book would be launched, about when my podcast would be launched. And I decided those back in January, actually just before January, this time around in December, just as we were going into the new year. So think about what are those things you want to change for yourself? in each of these eight categories. And then finally, I look at which barriers, fears or limitations do I need to overcome to achieve this goal? And this is powerful stuff because if you recognise those limitations, those blocks, if you recognise the sabotaging language that you are potentially throwing up to you, to yourself, that your inner critic is giving you over and over and over again, if you recognise this language and recognise that it will not support you, you can work very clearly to stop yourself saying these things, to stop yourself thinking these things and to choose more empowering thoughts. So ones that come up for me quite often when I do this exercise is I'm too lazy, I haven't the time and I'll never stick to it. Those are ones that I have to consciously choose to overcome because they're not true. I am not lazy. It is not true that I don't have the time. It is just that I've not made something a priority before. So they are the kind of life questions that I ask myself. Then I go a little bit deeper and I'm going to share these questions with you. So at this point, I'm looking at 10 big questions, starting to look back at the year that I've had before. So looking back at 2019, what did I accomplish? And taking time to really drill down into this. So this is not a surface level observation. This is really thinking about what did I accomplish in terms of business? What did I accomplish in terms of relationships, in terms of family? Did I accomplish anything in terms of socialising, connections, building rapport? Did I manage to feed myself well? Did I manage to feed my children? What did I accomplish? We're so good at looking at the things we didn't do. I want you to stop and take note of all those things that you did accomplish. 
The next question that I take myself to look at is number two, what were my biggest disappointments? And I think here being really honest about what was painful for you, what didn't work, what was your biggest frustration, what things did you neglect to do? And I think it's important that you acknowledge those so that you can leave them behind. So what if you didn't do it? You had other stuff happening. So for example, in my life in 2019, I had planned to have three live events. However, the first one that I was due to have in April actually coincided with a number of family serious health and medical conditions that needed my focus, my attention, and also that emotionally were very draining. And so I had to step back from that. And I only actually held one live event. Now that's not a failing, but it definitely was a disappointment. In that time, my business grew and developed. And the thing that I offered at that one live event was very different to what it would have been in the first place, which comes on to question three. What did you learn? What did you learn in 2019 that you want to take with you? Now, this question actually encompasses many other questions such as, what was it I loved about what worked? What was the secret to my success? What did work? What didn't work? And why? What would have worked better if I'd done something differently? Have I actually learned this lesson yet? Or is it still there waiting for me to pick up and notice? How can I do things differently? Do I need more discipline? Have I been as honest with myself as I need to be? Have I been as honest with others as I need to be? What lessons are there for me in my work and how can I be a better leader? So all of these come in that section number three of what do I need to learn? Now, question number four is about how do I limit myself and how can I stop doing that? Now, this is a piece that really resonates strongly with me and lots of my work. If you aren't aware of your limitations, if you've not stopped to acknowledge them, you're not going to overcome them. What do I need to do to stop limiting myself? And am I actually willing to stop limiting myself? These are big questions to understand. Question number five, what are my personal values? What are the values that I feel represent me and what my real core beliefs are about the kind of person I want to be? And how do those values play into your personal life and how do they play into your business life? Because once you have an understanding of what these values are, then it can really shape how you go after your life. And one of the things I really love about Jenny Ditzler's book, Your Best Year Yet, is this difference between thinking, one, what can I do to prove myself to be good enough? And two, the bigger impact is, what can I do with the gifts I have? So this whole thing about what my personal values are, when you think about your values, they're probably growth values. They're probably about expanding life in some way. So what can you do with the gifts that you have? Big question number six, what roles do I play in my life? Are there roles that I've been neglecting? So for me, I play businesswoman, I play coach, I play mother, wife, daughter, auntie, I play parent, I play community giver, I play coach, I play writer, I play author, I play content creator. How do all of these roles come together? How can I make sure that I'm prioritizing the roles that really matter to me and how I'm showing up in each of those roles? And so number seven is which role is my major focus for the next year? Now, I know what mine's going to be for the next year. And it does mean that some things are going to take a bit of a back burner. But I'm okay with that because I understand that my major focus is going to impact everything. So number seven, which role is your major focus for the next year? 
Now, looking at all of those roles you play, what is your main goal for each of those roles? This is question number eight. What are my goals for each role? So go back through that list of all the different scenarios you play in your life and work out which is your major goal for it. And from that, you're going to end up with lots and lots of goals, lots of small goals, lots of big goals, lots of things that maybe feel a little bit unachievable at the moment. And I want you to stop and think, what are my top 10 goals for the next year? This is question number nine. Take all of those things you want to achieve in all areas of your life. And what are my top 10 goals for the next year? And these become a little bit like your mantra, a little bit like your daily focus for where you want to be and how you show up in the world. And number 10, question number 10, how can I make sure that I achieve them? So what practices do you need to put in place every single day, week in, week out, quarter by quarter, month by month, so that these things that are important to you, these goals aligned with your values for each of the roles you play in your life are sorted and are much more achievable. So those top 10 questions about your own life, your values and your goals really do help you look at your whole life, not just business. But now I want to give you some questions and some thoughts to dive into regarding your success review in relation to your business and the direction you have been trying to go. Some of the questions are repeats of what we've had before, but I think it's important that you are definitely focusing on it in terms of your business. So question one, let's dive into that one. Did you make the progress that you wanted to make? And if you didn't, why not? And two, are you proud of your wins? Are you actually proud of the things that you achieved? Because sometimes we're in that rush to get ahead, to keep moving. Have you actually stopped to recognise what you did? Are you proud of your wins? And again, this disappointment question. Question number three, how did you learn from your disappointments or what can you learn now? And as you look back over that whole year, what was my biggest lesson? What was your biggest lesson for 2019? And in terms of your business, how do you limit yourself? What are you not doing? Where are you hiding? Where are you playing small? How are you limiting yourself in your business? So this follows on with this question, where am I not stepping into the person I need to be right now? So this might well be in line with your values that we've looked at earlier. What kind of person do you need to be to achieve the goals you have for your business? And as you look back at 2019, do you recognise what it was that held you back? So looking specifically now at your business, what did you accomplish and what were my biggest successes? Get them all down on the page. What were your biggest disappointments and what were your frustrations within your business? Because sometimes something can work financially, but actually you feel very disconnected from it and it doesn't bring you the joy, doesn't bring you the excitement or the reward that you thought it was. So now, if you were to go all in with your business, absolutely going hell for leather to build it, what would you do differently or start to do that's going to bring you a better result? If I was to go all in, what would I do differently or start to do? And now we're going to look a little bit at the numbers. How much revenue did you generate in the year gone by? How much was your net? What were your expenses? And now looking forward, what is it you need to take away from your life in order to thrive in 2020? And what are the three most important goals for your business? 
Why are these goals important to me? What do they represent in my life about the kind of person I want to show up as? And what actions will I take to make these goals a true reality? So let's think about this. Going forward, what do I want my business to look like by the end of 2020? With that full stretch of 12 months ahead of you, what do you want your business to be like? And what do you want the rest of your life to look like in 2020 to fit in with the business that you are building? And this is the one that always has me thinking a little. Who do I need to become or allow myself to be over the next 12 months in order to achieve my goal? How much do I want to net? So not just the gross, not just the sales. How much do I want to net? And how many clients do I need in order to do that? Knowing the numbers. So what are the top three consistent actions that I will take in order to achieve this goal? In order to achieve this income, what are your top three consistent actions? And what could hold me back from achieving my goal? What can I already see are potentially sabotaging thoughts about my result? What might hold me back and how can I ensure that it doesn't? And then finally, how will I feel when I celebrate achieving this goal at the end of 2020? So we've gone into quite a lot of detail there on both the life and business side of how you can plan your year. First of all, taking stock of what you've just done in the last 12 months. Personally, I take about three hours to complete this process, really journaling around it, taking lots of time to think, lots of time to reflect. And I come away from this process feeling just so much more energised and ready to tackle January, ready to get the next year rolling. So I hope this episode has given you lots of thoughts about how you can stop, take pause, reflect and then get ready to pounce onto 2020. I'm excited about sharing my growth, sharing my vision, sharing my learnings with you all as we go into 2020. And I hope you found this incredibly useful and we'll stop and give yourself a chance to answer these questions and step into who you need to be. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.